You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Women's Football Show. I'm Scott Pike. It's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. Delighted to welcome this week's special guest. It's a pleasure to welcome on to the show St Marin manager Kate Cooper. Kate, welcome to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you. It's great to be here. How are we? Yeah, good. Good. Even better after yesterday, but yeah, it's good. Good Monday morning. Yeah, definitely. It's a, a good Monday morning, obviously, for... For St Marin, yesterday we'll touch on yesterday's game. Obviously, a three 0 win over West Dyke, massive result for the the side, but also a massive occasion for the club. Obviously, playing at the the St Marin Stadium, big occasion, big big obviously turning point for the club. How was it as an occasion? How big was it for the club as a whole? Yeah, I think um, I think for the players and and their families and and even the supporters, it was just great to be at the stadium. I mean, the Smyser Stadium was same. Um, it's a really good stadium yeah. in terms of the feel about it as well. When you come to it, it feels um, it's just a great place to be. So, no, it was fantastic. The pitch was just amazing. Um, and just the players loved it so much um, and got to, and got to create memories, actually. That, that This is what these events are about, isn't yeah. it? It's about creating memories, creating memories for players and families. And we're, we're, um, we've got a few season ticket holders die-hard uh, St Mirren people so for them it's like it, it's just like a lifelong dream as players mm-hmm. um, to go on and I think like I was saying earlier even for um, with some of our with some of our academy there and also some of uh, the kids from the UEFA Playmakers programme so I think in total we ended up with like 26 mascots all wanting to be part of it so that shows you there's a real appetite amongst younger girls to be part of something and, and to meet people who are real good role models for them in terms of the sport. So, yeah, no, it was a great day. Um, the club are, are, are great at trying to support us. They want to support the Women and Girls Academy more. They want to really welcome us into um, the St Mirren football family. So that yesterday was part of that focus of really trying to, while the Men's World Cup was on and that the men's team, first team were off, was to use the resources the club have to really try and give to the women's team to kind of a, a promote it a bit more because like everything the club don't have the club don't have um an extensive staff I mean it's not like we're sitting with loads of staff so I think sometimes people assume when you're attached to a named club as such they've got all these resources they're just like us everybody's just always in football everybody's always got three and four jobs nobody mm-hmm. ever just does one job so they yeah. want to use that time um, to give to us yesterday and it was great some of the footage we've got from it the pictures the um so yeah good memories and we're already in talks now about having more games there so really good I think that's that's good brilliant obviously as well it was a a big a big game West Dyke obviously flying doing really well in the league to get that 3-0 result obviously you, you mentioned there about the occasion Naomi Clark Kelly Ross and Francesca Blair with the three goals a massive result on top of that as well yeah I think um I think even for us, I don't think the day could have went any any better for us. It was, I think, um, obviously played West Dyke at the first, uh, for the second 
um, game of the season. And I mean, they're an excellent side. I mean, mm-hmm. they've only practically playing us yesterday. They'd only been uh, beaten once by FC Edinburgh. Um, so it's a second loss of the season. But I thought that we we game managed the game particularly well. But I think playing at the stadium, there was an extra edge for us yesterday, and um, and I think they'll still do particularly well. But yeah, I, but I think for us as well as we had really looked at this month because we had Grampian last week, which we lost four two, and I don't think that result really kind of a it gives justice to the game. The game was extremely tight that week, and um, and this week we've managed to beat. West Dyke. Next week we're up to FC Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and then the week after that we've got Ross Dale in the Scottish Cup. Yeah. So for us as a team, um, this is really the the kind of a the month that looks at how well we can cope being in that top six mm-hmm. because um, it's been quite a tough a tough run for us since um, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We lost a lot of players to SPL two clubs um, over the pandemic. And it was a real rebuilding last year. It was particularly difficult with some real, real tough results last year. But the players have dug it out. We've kept going. And then this year is getting up into that top six and competing. So yeah. and um, I think yesterday, yesterday's one of the we get. But yes, it's all, it's all coaches are. Yesterday was yesterday. And we're mm-hmm. already looking at, we need to be able to repeat that week in, week out. And that's the consistency between being an average team who gets an odd big result here and being a quality team and a good side that consistently wins week in, week out, and that is, is what we've got to aim for. Yeah, and we'll obviously, we'll, we'll touch a wee bit on the league later on, obviously, as a whole, because it is, you've said there, it's a really competitive league. There's a lot of, the one thing about that league is there's always big results. It's not, there's not many tight games in terms, there's always goals in it. So there's, it's that kind of league, but we'll obviously get your thoughts on that later on. We'll get through the weekend's action. There was a lot to get through. A full league card came back, obviously, after the international break and things like that. The big game of the weekend in the, the SWPL one was Glasgow City 1, Rangers 1. Again, it just it shows you these the top three sides. There's only a point splitting them. Glasgow City and Rangers both dropping their first points this season against each other. Lauren Davidson gave Glasgow City the league and Tessel Madag brought Rangers level. Again... I watched the game. It was probably a fair result, and, and I don't think either side could say they were they were far better. I think both sides can say they had good spells in the game, but it shows you just both sides they're they're very hard to split at the moment, and they're both just when they play against each other, these big three teams, it's very hard to see past them. Yeah, I saw I saw interviews with both the managers um, during the week when they were talking about their expectations for the game, and I think they recognised how tight it is. Rangers have obviously invested. Heavily in in them in their squad, and then they are trying to look to to build on last year and mm-hmm. to become one of the forces. And Glasgow City are always as Glasgow City are. Yeah. They just have that ability to keep coming back and reinvesting and reinventing themselves, despite having maybe more challenges in terms of um, being that kind of a standalone uh, female club, which is great to see. And I think they they do wonders there. But um, yeah, I think it's always going to be tight between the two of them. Um, and both managers recognised that. They knew they were going to have to go toe-to-toe. So I think that result probably reflects that that game yesterday. Yeah, it was a tight game as well. And Celtic, obviously, they, they saw it as a good opportunity as well. A, one, a 3-0 victory over Hearts puts them to within a point of Rangers in Glasgow City. Obviously, Glasgow City beat them a couple of weeks ago. Amy Gallagher with a double and Liv Ferguson with the, the goals for Celtic. Celtic, obviously, had a disappointing result a couple of weeks ago, but 
when the when the two sides are playing against each other, it's a massive opportunity to get back in the mix. And Celtic did that. It was a convincing three 0 win. Yeah, they always they're always looking to keep in touch. I think sometimes there's still that building process where it's getting up and having that consistency where they constantly can challenge Glasgow City and, and Rangers. Mm-hmm. And they do, they do really well every year. And sometimes you just look at them and it's almost just that we we edge for them and that's probably the part. And they'd have looked at the game because Hearts have made so much progress. Mm-hmm. Um when you look at when they originally came back, moved up and they've done so much and they've invested so much in that team with some of the players getting part-time contracts. And, yeah. and um, so yesterday, Hearts will always give that top edge, that the top teams there a real challenging game. So they'd have been quite pleased with that result yesterday. I think, he'd, I think they'd have felt that they kind of uh, dominated that game, come away with a 3-0 and keep in touch with the top two. Mm-hmm. So they, I think they'll look at their weekend as being quite a productive weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Another team that have all felt they've had a productive weekend was Partick Thistle. 5-1 away win over Hamill. Now, Hamill were down to 10 uh, just before a kind of 12th minute. It was a weird a weird kind of sending off. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, Partick Thistle reaped the rewards. A double for Lindy Taylor and goals from Donaldson, Ferguson and McClintock. Puts Partick Thistle into fifth place and 15 points from 10 games. I've been quite, that's a big result for Partick Thistle. Obviously, the red card would have changed the game in Hamilton's approach. But Partick Thistle, the they saw an opportunity and they, they knocked on it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Patrick Thistle, I've always kind of watched them because they've, they've, they've been one of the clubs that have come in and you've seen them progress through all the leagues. Yeah. Um, and they just um, work hard. And also as well as their club, supporter, she's a season ticket. So she's always she's always calling. We're always having chats about Patrick Thistle. Mm-hmm. And actually Patrick Thistle... Um, they were quite supportive of us last year with some loan players when we were kind of struggling. So, um, yeah, and, and I think for them, it's, they just seem to be growing confidence all the time. They, they, they're always looking to, you know, level up with players. And um, and Hamilton are a really tough side. They're a real, real well-organised and, and tough side to beat. The sending off will have made the difference, particularly so early. When that happens so early in your match, it's, it's really hard to recover from that because you know yeah. you've now got 80 minutes where you're you're down that player and, and against that a club like Partick Thistle who will just keep going and going and going, um and and, and a real physical side so yeah they'll they'll be excited by that result good amount of goals as well and really building that goal tally and, and being up in that top half of the league so that again that Partick Thistle I think they'll have, they'll be happy with their their performance absolutely Hibs will be happy as well a 6-0 win away to Glasgow women uh, doubles for Ailey Adams and Christina Fraser Livingston and an own goal made out of six for for Hibs again we spoke about Glasgow women a lot obviously they're they're not expected to do too much in this league and it's obviously it's a tough job but Hibs are going there and it's similar to maybe Partick Thistle when they see an opportunity they need to get goals because goal difference could be massive in that kind of top six and Hibs have saw an opportunity again and just they've, they've taken it and it's a, it'll be a big result for Hibs because they've been up and down so far this season. Yeah, I think I think the step up for Glasgow women has is, has been a real tough for them. Um, I think obviously when they were in SPL 2, they were, they were really competing well in there. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same as the performance arm. When you take that step up, sometimes you don't realise how big the step is up. It's like you can get the odd result here or there, but actually stepping up and doing it consistently week in, week out. And that's mm-hmm. the challenge that obviously a Glasgow a women have. But again, for Hibs, I mean, they've been on rebuilding. 
year in, year out, um, really. And, and Dean's done a great job there, um, bringing in different players. And, and Hibs have always had a great um, their pathway to bring talent through. That, that's what they're known for. So they, they have the six goals. And I think that's important um, when you're playing at our level that you actually you actually win and you take the chances. Yeah. Um, because you need to do that at this level. So um, no matter where you're playing in the performance arm, when you get this, the, the opportunities to score, you need to take them. And, and I think some people look at the women's game and go, these high score lines. But I think it's just because we're so focused when you get the opportunity, you need yeah. to be clinical and you need to finish. And mm-hmm. I think the women's game is, is, is very driven by that. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which re- reflected some of the score lines today. Yeah, absolutely. Yesterday. Yeah, Motherwell was well big as all for them. A 4-1-1 over Aberdeen. I want to get your thoughts on Aberdeen first. It's obviously been a difficult campaign. They, they'd probably exceeded their expectations last season, but it's been a tough start to the league for them. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obviously Emma, Emma Hunter up there's done so well mm-hmm. with the club and, and bringing them on. And I think, as you said, sometimes... Sometimes as a coach, um, you know that your players are, are moving on, but she's got a very, very young squad. Yeah. And so sometimes when you're taking that step up, sometimes with younger players, it's a real challenge um, when they're under pressure and having to make much more decision-making. And it is about decision-making and just time and experience. Um, but I have a feeling that Aberdeen will, will keep working away this season and they'll only learn from what they're going through just now mm-hmm. um, and also think as well sometimes when you've been used to winning when you start to take defeats that's actually part of your growth as a player is being able to manage the disappointment and then get up get out go train again go learn from from where um, your mistakes are and then actually become a better player and become a better club um, so I think yeah Aberdeen's probably just going through that growth stage for them of moving from being that really young side that performed really well through the different leagues. Yeah. And then actually now becoming, trying to become that really established, experienced Aberdeen mm-hmm. team. And, and with Emma there though, but I mean, they've got phenomenal coaches up in Aberdeen yeah. who I think their style of coaching will suit the younger players. And, and I think they'll just go, they will come back. And I think if they can stay up in the league this year, then next year will be a completely different um, experience for them. Yeah, absolutely. Motherwell, on the other hand, though, a big 4-1 res- result for them. Kayla McDonald and Glava, two rice and angles with the goals. Motherwell, again, aside probably in that kind of middle pack, they'll be wanting to kind of be the best of that pack and winning games like that. That's what you need to do to be there. Again, they're a team that's been developing over the years. You can see that. You can see that as each season passes, they become much better at managing being in that, es- that, that top league um, and that they just keep growing from their mm-hmm. experience. And again, that when they originally set up, they probably had older players and then they've had a really good pathway, brought the players through. And it is that balance, I think, even in the women's game, we still have that. We are trying to balance youth against experience and, and give them the opportunity to develop. And, and Mother will definitely are uh, growing from strength to strength. The United 2-1-1 over Spartans, a late winner from Danny McGinley, rescued three points for them. Big result for the United. Again, two teams probably very evenly matched. And it's the opportunities you talk about. It's when you're playing against each other. If you win, then if and if you win and you can overtake them in the league, you take it. Yeah, I, I think um, I think that's probably out of of that league will, will have been there's probably the surprise result yeah. yesterday. 
um, because obviously Spartans has always consistently been one of the high performing teams are all ex every year they're expected to be up there competing at least to, to be in that top half um, and I think they'll, they'll be disappointed with that result yesterday I think Debbie will have been disappointed um, to concede so late in the game because I think sometimes when you concede so late that's that's where you really feel it um, but again Dundee uh, United um, they're always trying to progress as well so they'll be um, that'll give them a phenomenal lift but again that comes back to in that league is can you do that consistently week in week out because it's have, getting those results week in week out that makes a difference between being able to compete with the Celtic Rangers Glasgow cities um, yeah. so it's that constant constant growth so probably yesterday out of all the results that'll be the one that'll surprise most people yeah absolutely SWPL2 got Caelan continued their run at the in the start of the season, they're still, they're still five points clear. 2-0 win away to East Fife. Uh, Jaina 2 with a double. Again, Gart Cairn, they've, you'll, you'll know them pretty well, I'd imagine. Yep. Have you been surprised by how they've started in the, when they've took the step up? No. No, um, I think um, ever since they um, began as a club, they've always been ambitious. Um, I know Jaina 2. Jaina 2 uh, went to Gart Cairn from St Mirren. Yeah. So, um, so a good player, really developed really well and then, and then moved on. So, capable of scoring goals. Um, I think that um, he's got a really good squad there um, and he's quite consistent with it. So, yeah, no, I don't, they, they always perform well and I think they'll continue to really drive and they'll probably be one of the clubs that you would expect to progress up the leagues because they mm -hmm. have the ambition and, and the ability to do that. So, yeah, no, that was a good result for them yesterday. Yeah, Montrose um, as well, a 4 0 win away to Stirling Uni. Another team that's came up and got promoted, Holly Daniel, a double, Gammy and Brown with the, making up the four goals for Montrose. Again, it's this thing of Montrose, it's obviously another promoted team coming up and they're, they're hitting the ground running in the, when, they, when they make that step forward. Yeah, I mean, Montrose, although they came up, they've, they've got a very good setup, Montrose, yeah. um, and probably in that area within the country. They, they probably are the most dominant team. I saw that they had obviously signed players also from Dryborough. Mm -hmm. They've got another good setup who are obviously in, in the championship. And um, some of those are always going to do well in that area, particularly we saw obviously Forfa. Yeah. When they when they came out of the league, um, that probably allowed Montrose to kind of really develop themselves into quite a the kind of a stronghold team up up in up in that area. But Sterling, I think against Sterling Uni, um, they've always they've been struggling over a number of years now, yeah. um, in terms of that. And I think just with league restructures, they've probably not come down into the level they should be actually playing at. Um, so yeah, I suppose we'll be happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's 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 just keeping that to to five points and just keeping it going and. Again, there'll be a bit of breathing space with St. Johnson losing to Queen's Park. A 2-1-1 for Queen's Park as well. Uh, Gallagher and Gill with the goals there. That's a big result for Queen's Park because they've been they've been up and down. Obviously, we had Craig on a few weeks ago and he says it's just been inconsistency. But that's a big result going to St. Johnson, a team who yeah. probably would be would be slightly concerned now, the fact that they're eight points off the top of the table because I know they had ambitions to win it. Yeah, I mean, St. Johnson, again... They've... They've got a really good um, structure there. Have always been up in that top end, and and as you said, have the ambitions to get to get promoted. But yeah, Queens Park. It's like when you follow their results, they are very inconsistent. So mm -hmm. I think that's really difficult as a coach to know what your team's going to give you week in week out. 
Um, so they will, they will be hoping, he will be hoping he can push on from that result yesterday. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what it's all about for Queen's Park as well. Same with Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock obviously beat Boromir as well. They've been str- they've really struggled with injuries and uh, to get a player like Monica Harty back as well and scoring the winning goal in that game. How big is that for Kilmarnock to get these players back? Yeah, I think I think yeah, as they've been struggling and they get players back. Um, and and yesterday would have been a great result for them, mm-hmm. especially against Boromir, who are always a really dogged team to play against. And and again, they're a team that is can be quite inconsistent as well. So you don't. So sometimes it's difficult to play with teams where they'll turn up, and you'll get a really good win, and then the next week they're, they're struggling a bit. But I think Comanica, I did see. Um, out on social media with them, they they were they were ecstatic about their win yesterday, yeah. and particularly with a clean sheet as well. And I think mm-hmm. that's important as well, is not conceding, um, because that just gives you a, the whole defense and it gives the whole team defensively that that confidence. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes it's about not conceding, mm-hmm. as much as it is about getting the goals. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, and particularly getting um Hart back will, will be really promising for Kilmarnock. Mm-hmm. Massive for Kilmarnock. Into the Championship. Ross Vale beat uh, Hutchie Vale 5-3 in a thrilling game. Morgan Anderson with a double for Ross Vale. Obviously keeps them in, t- uh, in touch with Livingston, who also won. That league, the one thing, obviously, it's beginning to look like is with Livingston, Ross Vale and Renfrew all winning, there is beginning to become a, a three-horse race for the title. Yeah, I think I think you can start to see um, the top three just pulling away mm-hmm. as, as each week comes. Um, and it'll become basically the race for those three and what results they're getting against them. But yes, Rossville, five goals, um, gives me some thoughts for our Scottish Cup yeah. game. But no, this, I mean, and Hutchivale are a very young team as well, actually, because we've played them. We played them last year in the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they have, I think, when they originally come up, I mean, most of their players would have been the under-18s moving up into senior women's football. So yeah. sometimes it's just like the, the gaining of experience um, mm-hmm. and that kind of inconsistency. But if you were a, if you were definitely a neutral yesterday, the Ross Vale, the Huntsville Ross Vale game would have been the one to go to with eight goals. So yeah, uh, yeah, that would have been a that would have been a fantastic goal to go because I think that there were two each at one point as well. So it, very competitive, and then obviously uh, Ross Vale's just been able to push on. Mm-hmm. And again, we talk about it getting those clinical finishing. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Like obviously, with with these three teams winning, right through obviously, but it was a tight game against Drybra. I I want to touch a wee bit in Drybra actually because obviously they they're in the final with the the Championship Cup and they, they'll play. I think they'll play FC Edinburgh. They're just so unlucky at times. Not that like, I speak to, I've spoke to a couple of people about about them, and they say they're so they just only getting see like a couple of games where they've been. They've picked up draws and they're just in a better day. They would have got a result. They've, I think they're, I think they're unlucky to be in the position they are in the league. Yeah, I think sometimes that happens to you as a club where mm-hmm. you just, you know, that old saying, um, you can't buy a win. It's just where it's just small marginal um, decisions or events that happen in a game. And I think, as you said, driver are probably in that. And I know, going uh, there and. Um, and they are so ambitious, um, and they want to do well by their their players, and they want to really create that structure for them to develop. And I think they're at that stage where it, it's just learning how to. It's probably more around game management mm-hmm. overall of just where um, they're so close to that tipping point of yeah. being able to be the one that consistently gets the wins every week, rather than 
because none of their results this year have been huge results. It's all been by one goal. They're really tight, goals. yeah. It's so tight with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's great to see them back in um, the final. I think Absolutely, that'll be yeah. a really, really good final, actually, between both those teams. Yeah. Because um, obviously FC Edinburgh's running high in, in, in League One, but I think that will be a really, really tight game. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Big result for Ayr as well, going to Inverness and in 1-3-0. Rachel Scott with a double, she's had a really good start to the season, and Claire Doherty obviously been been on the show, and has, has, has really, with that Ayr team, they are, they're probably not happy with, us, with, with the position they're in, but when you go to a place like Inverness, and you'll know this as well, to go there in 1-3-0 is always massive. Yeah, I think that um, I think that's um, for them, is really, really important for Ayr, that result yesterday against Inverness Cali Thistle, but I think, to be fair, um, Inverness Cali Thistle, I think uh, their managers came out yesterday really unhappy with their mm-hmm. performance, just feeling, and I think that is difficult when you sit as a manager where she was saying, you know, maybe not having the depth of squad that she really needs to be able to challenge the players to do better there. So, but great win for Ayr. Um, and they are one of those other teams as well. You can turn up, you get this phenomenal Ayr team, or they, they, they struggle, so their yeah. consistency matters as well. But obviously, Claire Doherty, um, I mean, she's such an experienced player and she's mm-hmm. such a leader for them at Ayr. But it's just um, great to see that result for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, into League One, obviously, St Mirren's League. We, we obviously spoke about St Mirren's Junior one over West Eight, but FC Edinburgh got uh, they returned three points clear again at the top of the table. A 3 0 win away to BSC Glasgow, a double from Debbie McLeod and Ellie Crawford with a third goal. Obviously, he's play FC Edinburgh next week. I'll get your thoughts on that in a couple of minutes. But this FC Edinburgh team are the only team I think unbeaten in, in Scottish women's football outside Rangers and Glasgow City. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, FC Edinburgh probably feel they should be playing in the Championship. They've obviously had. Um, it's obviously been discussed why they're playing in, in League One and not in the Championship. Um, so I think they have a point. They have a point. They want to prove. Scottish women's football. Um, they are. They're, we've played them twice now, um, and they are such a high-performing team. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be. I think that's why the Dryborough game will be really interesting to see how yeah. they manage that, particularly since it's a step up in that league above. But you know they're going well, um, and I think they'll continue to go well, and they'll be the team that much of 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 League One will be chasing. Mm-hmm. Falkirk, obviously, a big. They obviously. Uh... Went joint in second with West Eights, then Hushmuir did as well. A 5 1 1 away to Edinburgh, Caledonia. They were 1 0 down as well. Colin Simmons, Rule, Johnson, and Gilbert with the goals for Falkirk. Falkirk, we spoke about a lot in the past few weeks. They they have obviously players like Suzanne Wyatt who are very experienced, but when, you have, when you've got five players chipping in with five goals, it's it's good to have that balance in the squad and they're all able to chip in. Yeah, I think um, I think it's important um, in the leagues that you're not relying on just your strikers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has to be that your team has to be capable of scoring from from various, and that's and that's good to see. And as I said, Falkirk, um, again, they're always a club that's up in that top end and have ambitions to be promoted. Yeah. So um, yeah, they'll be happy with their, their team yesterday. Yeah, Stenhouse Muir obviously as well. They joined that pack of West Eight Falkirk in Injury kind of joint second, a three now one away to Dundee West. Lucy Sullivan a double and Jude Connolly made it three. Again, Stenhouse Muir, they've got some experienced players and Lucy Sullivan a double. They've got some really impressive players in that side and they're they'll be they'll be looking now to to kick on from that. Yeah, I think um I think they'll be looking to 
I think also as well for Stenhouse Muir, that, that's probably, um, they were probably quite mixed about because I know that they had a smaller squad mm -hmm. um, and they've been really rebuilding there. Because yeah. um, I've chatted to them at Stenhouse Muir and we had played in a pre-season friendly and um, and so therefore they'll be, they'll be they're doing really well. Um, and as well, they're, they, they, um, they've really seen results out now. Mm -hmm. So I know we've had really, really, ours was a 2-1 game against them as well. Um, so it's always been really tight, but the 3-0 win yesterday would just show how well they're doing and really building. And I saw that they had signed a few more players recently. So they've really started to create that depth to their squad that you need. In League One, I think, over the piece, we'll have, what, 28 games to play? Yeah. Um, plus, if you're then, then adding on to that, you've got cup games and stuff. Mm -hmm. So particularly in our league this year, Squads, squads are going to are massive, and that so, squad mentality from the players will be massive this year. So does it? Does, does everybody play each other home and away? Then it's part seventy-two. Is that how it's going to work? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, it's and you you look at it already. Obviously, with yourselves, obviously sitting in sacks, there's nine points between St. Marin and Gifnock. It's already looking like there is a there is a top six. How important is it to just balance that? And as you say, as you mentioned there earlier in the show it was about it's about solidifying that top six position and it's clear now that that's obviously what the club are looking for when you see that there's a nine point gap it's important obviously for yourselves that you keep that you kick on and keep that yeah going. and I think that's why I think that's why our result against West Dyke in this yeah. in these next few games is so important because if we had if we'd lost that game yesterday that would have started we'd have effectively become the team that bridged that lower half and that upper top five yeah. and we'd have been getting ourselves um, and we'd spoke about that during the week that we couldn't afford to be uh, disconnected from that that top six and the mm -hmm. result helped us stay connected to that that yeah, group absolutely. Um, and definitely the league that is shown but I think the league's very competitive and what it says about those teams that are and that we were probably there last year before the restructure mm -hmm. and um, and it's and it's it's about growth and about development and these teams are all all ambitious that they want to really develop within mm -hmm. the performance arm. So albeit we go along and we're seeing that gap. Um the games aren't it's like the games are still quite tight. So mm -hmm. they're probably teams that are losing like one and two goals. Mm -hmm. Um and probably a bit as as we discussed there, um, you know, like with Dryborough, it's just small decisions. It's decision making that that's um, it's the difference between some of the results. And I think it's that thing as well. You just look Edinburgh Caledonia is a good example here. They've played eleven games, they've got eleven points, but they've got a plus five goal difference. And you look at a team like Gaffnock who are a point a point ahead of them, they're sitting at a minus twenty goal difference. It shows you this thing of this league that you can obviously there's a there is probably a two different leagues taking place, but Embra Caledonia could go and get a, a massive result against another team, but then lose a, lose to another team. Like it's, there is this weird nature of the league that it's, it's so competitive, but you see there is a, yeah, think, there is a two different think, things. Yeah, I think as the season go along, I don't think when we when we have a results out every week, mm -hmm. um, or, or the games get released every week, I don't think any of us sit there and go, we can actually guarantee what the results will be. Correct, and that's what that's um, the good thing about this league. It's yeah. And I, yeah. I think and, every league's like that in the women's game at the moment. Yeah, and, and even like yesterday, and I know that we've got Glenifer to, to talk about as well, mm -hmm. but we played Glenifer only two weeks ago and yeah. they went 2-1 up against yeah. us. Um, so they've got the capability there 
Mm -hmm. Tara McInally plays up front and played for us as well and uh, was a striker for us as well and she's got a phenomenal talent but mm -hmm. and then their game last week I know for Glenifer I mean I think they lost and they conceded the goal in the last minute um so for them it is that progress um but they but yesterday it was 5-0 for them mm -hmm. so it's it's just the consistency it's learning to be consistent at this level mm -hmm. um and be clinical when finishing, but you have to be able to um, defend really well as a, as, as a team. So, um, and and that's the difference. Is like the last two weeks they've done so well, and then yesterday they probably had one of those days, and then they can they find themselves conceding five goals. So, yeah, and that's the thing as well. Like obviously, Grampian went to Airdrie Ladies and won four two as well. Uh, four different goal scorers for Grampian. Megan Murray got a double for Airdrie. Grampian are a side, obviously, that you've come up against as well. They've they've been ticking away nicely in that league, actually. They've been picking up some good results. They've got a good goal difference. They're sitting at plus 25. They're capable of putting some, uh, of giving a game to some really good sides, Grampian. Yeah, and it's the same for us. We've played them twice now. So the first game, we won 2-1. Mm -hmm. And then the second game, um, and they play very direct football. So yeah. I'd say they're probably a bit more old-style Scottish football. They're mm -hmm. the goalkeeper who's particularly direct, and then they've got their number 10 up front, who's mm. just a real target player for her, and she's a real handful, actually. She's a real physical, physical yeah. player. I saw also, as well as they've, they've signed a couple of players from on loan from Intros during the week, some younger yeah, players. So, that, yeah. Again, that just adds a bit of additional um, like youth and, and energy and, mm -hmm. into your squad. So, yeah. But again, Airdrie, uh, we played Airdrie up at Ekerluk, um I think we only won one nil up there, from my memory. And they're again, Airdrie's one of those sides, really physical side. But they've also signed a few players as well. So definitely, their results are getting better as well mm -hmm. um, over the last couple of weeks. So mm -hmm. um, I think it just makes the league really, really competitive. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Gaffnock, a big one for them. Obviously, they leapfrog from 10th into 7th with that result yesterday. A 4-1 home win over Glenifer. Siobhan Scott with a double, Hawkins and Butts with the four goals for Gaffnock. Again, it's you would say it's a successful week at the weekend at the office when you when you leapfrog three places in the league. Yeah, but that but that's the thing. The points are so tight mm -hmm. for us. Um, and for them, it would have been that they've been. I think Glenifer would have went into that game thinking they could have taken something from that, mm -hmm. and that's just the consistency. But again, when we've played them, um, the first time round, um, we lost two one penalty in the last minute of the game yeah. and then second time they come to us and we win 10-0 it's yeah. like just because we were very clinical finishing and that's why probably looking at um, Giffnut's goal difference I mean uh, they conceded, conceded 10 against us and that's the challenge we have in this league if you have a bad day at the office as such then you get punished so the consistency you need to have um, you can't afford to be turning up and not beat your game so mm -hmm. I think Glenifer will be a wee bit disappointed yesterday. I think they'd have looked to. But also for Giffnock, they want to really push on as well. So they'd have seen that as a really good result. Yeah, definitely. And obviously with the with that league, you, you mentioned there, obviously they're playing uh, FC Edinburgh next week. How big a game is that for, for the side? Obviously a, a big a big boost of confidence by beating West Dyke. How, how, how much is looking forward to, to playing Edinburgh next week? Yeah, we're playing. We're really looking forward to the last two games. We've played both in the cup. We had them in the league cup. We had them in obviously the league, both up at um, Meadowbank. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's a big pitch up there. We yeah. um, lost both of the games four 0 But I think for us, we really felt that 
it was just a few mistakes, decision making, and they're so clinical in their finishing. Mm-hmm. And that's the challenge that you have. They don't need yeah. a lot of, they don't need need a lot of opportunities to get themselves ahead. And that's that's the danger with them is that. So for us, really about it's about going out there and seeing how we can constantly compete with them, um, because at the moment they are they're sitting top of the league. So that's where you've got to benchmark against. So for us, when we go to play them next week, it's about us going up there and, and, and just seeing how well we can do. Mm-hmm. And obviously a cup game coming up against Rossville. The cup's obviously big as well for the, the cup's big for every club, but it's it would be some occasion, obviously, to play Rossville and get a result and go on a good cup run, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think um, you're always looking for you're looking for that opportunity. Everybody likes playing in the cup games. It's just that wee extra edge. It also gives us chances to maybe play other players that are maybe not consistently playing in the league games. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely, it'll be a really tough game for us there. Obviously, we'll be riding high on some of the results that have. And again, they're another another team that you can't afford to give them any opportunities. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll be hoping to get them and, and really finish this end of the season. Um, with some good results, or at least being close there yeah. and, and making some progress. Yeah, but we're wishing you all the best for the season ahead, Kate. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on. Thank you very much. Thank you. But all right, thank you. Thank you. Thank Take you very care. much. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thanks Bye-bye. very much to everyone who's joined the joy, uh, listened to the show. Please follow us on social media for consistent women's football coverage and subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Go.